This talk was recorded by Insight Meditation South Bay in Mountain View, California. The speaker is Shyla Catherine. For more talks and information, visit www.imsb.org. Well, the topic tonight is the four elements meditation. What are the four elements? What are the four elements? Earth, water, fire, wind. Okay, so you, are, you all know the four elements. Now, have you ever done a four elements meditation? A few of you have, but most people are saying no. Um, so the four elements are an interesting meditation practice. They're included in um, the Satipatthana Sutta, um, the four foundations of mindfulness. They are included in... Um, many discourses, actually, that describe uh, paying attention to materiality, to what is this world of matter? What can we know of the body as it is? And so uh, there are many ways of doing four elements meditation. I've been practicing with um, Pawak Sayadaw, Venerable Pawak Sayadaw from Burma, and he is often thought of as being a jhana master, somebody who emphasizes jhana and concentration practices. And many times when people go to retreats with him, they go with the intention primarily of just practicing jhana. But he considers jhana to be optional. He does not consider it to be the essential component. It's just really, really helpful to strengthen concentration. It makes all the vipassana practices much easier, and it makes the four elements practice much easier. But when people go to his monastery in Burma, they're encouraged to, to practice concentration, jhana, but not required. But nobody gets away with not practice, with pra- I mean, everybody has to practice the four elements meditation. That's really the core of, of his training. It's really the centerpiece of the whole method. And so I've been practicing the four elements according to his instructions. But there really are many different ways of seeing, of discerning, of contemplating, of knowing what is this body composed of. When we look at the hand, the arm, the torso, the legs, the feet, the head, we're looking at sort of um, kind of big clusters of body parts. We could break it down and look at the bones, and we can look at the, the blood, and we could look at the lungs, and we could look at the spleen, which are, you know, smaller parts, but they're still clusters of parts. They're, they still um, are, are very much concepts of something, an anatomical concept of something. As we look closer and break down the experience of matter to smaller and smaller and smaller parts, when we get to what is called an irreducible element, that's at the point where we find these four great elements of earth, water, fire, and wind. And it's not that there is wind blowing there in the body and that there's a little flame of fire going on and that there's a little tiny round blue earth there. No, no, no. Or that there's a piece of dirt. We're talking about properties. 
the property of earth, the property of fire, the property of water, the property of wind, the elemental, the, the irreducible parts that compose matter. And so matter, traditionally, according to this tradition, is understood to be uh, uh, masses of these properties that come together. They arise for a moment, they exist, and then they pass away, and then arise and pass, arise and pass. But matter itself comes into existence and disappears through these um, configurations of clusters of earth, water, fire, wind, and the associated um, derived materialities. So there are various properties that are associated with matter that um, that come, like um, space, it delimits matter, or color, it gives color to, or smell, matter has 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 aroma, has smell. Um, so there's different kinds of um, derived materialities that are related to earth, water, fire, wind, but basically we're dealing with these four elements. So meditation practices ask us to look really, really carefully at what this body is and to not stop at the leg or the skin or the bones, to not stop at the big, gross concepts, but to keep looking carefully, 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 closer, 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 until we can see just this these irreducible elements, functions, or properties of matter. Some teachers um, emphasize very strongly that vipassana practice must the object, the appropriate object for vipassana practice, the appropriate object to observe as impermanent and changing, is not the concept of leg. Because how does that concept change? We have a concept of a leg, but to see instead the momentary arising and passing of the elements themselves. So with Pawak Sayadaw's training, there's a great emphasis placed and a necessity on uh, that it's considered necessary to um, observe phenomenon, to observe the body carefully enough that we see the momentary nature of matter and can break down the body, the perception of the body, into seeing these properties and these elements. And then it is those elements that we observe and as arising and passing. It's those elements that we contemplate as impermanent, unsatisfactory, and not self. Because if we take the whole body and we say, this body is going to die, well, well, sure it is. But we're not actually seeing the body arise and pass away. Because it's really this big mass of a concept. It's already too um, removed from its momentary, um, momentary constituents. So there was a great emphasis in Abhidhamma, in Abhidhamma um, uh, training to emphasize these small um, momentary events and part parts of matter. And the training that I've been doing has also been emphasizing that. So I want to spend most of the evening tonight actually guiding you in a meditation. I just wanted to talk a little bit about these um, elements first. Earth. What is earth? Well, the characteristics of the earth element is Hardness. You know hardness, right? Roughness. Heaviness. 
softness, smoothness, lightness. Hardness and softness are kind of a continuum. Um, Roughness and smoothness are a continuum, and lightness and heaviness are a continuum. Basically, when we talk about earth element, we're talking about its earth element, the word earth element is just an abbreviation for recognizing hardness, roughness, heaviness, softness, smoothness, lightness. Look into your body now. Can you feel something of hardness? Something of roughness? Heaviness? That's what we're talking about with the earth element. So it's not really some kind of weird, mystical, esoteric system. It just means hardness, roughness, um, heaviness, and the absence of them, which is the um, softness, lightness, and smoothness. Now, when we have the um, fire element, okay, fire element is pretty obvious, right? It's heat, or the absence of heat, cold. But it functions in the body through digestion, through aging, through maturation and ripening. So it's, a, um, it's, a rec- it's felt and recognized as temperature, and it functions through this aging process, this burning up. Then we have um, the wind element. And we might experience in the wind element, we might say breath. Right. Well, what is it about the breath that makes that the wind element? Is it just because air is coming in and out? It's actually the wind element because of the movement. Um, the wind element, the characteristics of the wind element are pushing and supporting. So walking, we experience a lot of wind element in walking because we're pushing. There's a pushing action and there's also a supporting action. Because if we weren't supported, we would just flop down, right? So we're supporting ourselves. So in the sitting posture, we might recognize the wind element, not through a lot of movement, except maybe the belly rising and falling with each breath. We might experience the wind element through the supporting aspect, that we're not collapsing, that we're not falling over, we're supporting. Then... Water element, flowing in cohesion. Now, we don't actually feel the water elements. We don't actually feel flowing. We don't actually feel cohesion. How do you feel cohesion? It's more like a concept. It's something that we know. It's something that we understand because of changes of hardness, temperature, and smoothness and roughness. We recognize it through the changes around it. But we can understand cohesion with the simile of, or the comparison to a flower particles. Add a little bit of water to the flower particles and knead it together and it becomes dough. The particles are held together, become cohesive through the adding of water. But if you add a lot of water, then it gets all gooey and oozing and flowing like batter that comes through. So excessive water element is flowing, and minimal water element is cohesion. So... um, Hardness, roughness, heaviness, softness, smoothness, lightness. Flowing, cohesion, heat, cold, supporting, pushing. 
These are the 12 characteristics that we contemplate. And in the method that I've been doing with with Pawaksayada, we basically scan through the body on the lookout for these characteristics. Now, we start with the characteristics, and we do them one by one, and then as groups, until we can really see the characteristics. And then, as shorthand, we scan through looking earth, water, fire, wind, earth, water, fire, wind. But we don't go to the earth, water, fire, wind until we've really grounded our attention in the 12 characteristics. Because otherwise people start looking for some concept of fire rather than use that word or that thought of fire to perceive heat and cold. None of these characteristics ever arise independently. They always come together as a unit. Every experience of matter will have some aspects of earth, water, fire, and wind, but the proportions vary greatly. So something that is really flowing, maybe the saliva in our mouth, would have much stronger water element than um, earth element, for example. And maybe the, the, um, uh, the digestive, um, digestive processes, we might observe a lot of fire element there rather than um, earth element. And um, with the, the, um, a, a movement, an action of movement as we're swinging our arms, we might observe a wind element in that, the characteristics and properties of, of, of pushing and of supporting in a, in a simple gesture like this. So we'll notice different of the characteristics will sort of come to be more obvious and we'll focus on the more obvious ones. But we should know that, um, that according, that, that, that every, no element exists in isolation. It all, there always, every experience of matter will have some earth, water, fire, wind, some of those properties, some strong, some even to excess, some minimal, barely discernible. What I'd really like to do is guide a meditation in it and then see what you're, um, if you have some discussion. So please take a, find a way of seating, sitting that feels comfortable for you. Check that your contact with the earth or the floor or the seat is clear, stable. That the spine is upright, the breath relaxed. The eyes can gently close. And for a moment, just let the attention settle into the experience of sitting and breathing. simply collecting your attention in the present moment.
To discern the earth element, we focus first on something that is obviously hard in the body. For example, the teeth. You might just squeeze your teeth together. Kind of bite down on your teeth. Can you sense a property of hardness? And as you sense hardness, release the jaw, but move the attention throughout the head, just trying to notice hardness. The skull is pretty hard. And then move the attention through the body, feeling hardness or maybe not feeling it, maybe sensing it or recognizing it or discerning it. Notice the bones. The hardness in the body. Scan through the legs, focusing on hardness. And sense the hardness around the feet. And then scan through the body several times at your own pace, just contemplating hardness in any or every part of your body. Now, to get in touch with roughness, you might rub your finger over another finger that has a kind of a rough spot or a callus. Or maybe the top of a tooth is a little rough. You could rub your tongue across a tooth. Or maybe you have a little patch of rough skin on your elbow. Try to feel roughness or sense roughness. And as you sense roughness, once you get a kind of a taste for it, then move your attention through the body from the head to the toe, just contemplating roughness throughout the body. In whatever degree and whatever way you might notice it.
then let the attention move through the body, noticing both hardness and roughness. To contemplate heaviness, you might shift the weight to one hip and just feel the heaviness there. Or let the head tip forward and feel the weight, the heaviness. Or raise an arm just a little bit and feel the heaviness. And then as you sense what heaviness is, move the attention through the body, observing heaviness wherever you find it. Then scan the attention through the body, looking for hardness, roughness, and heaviness together. To notice softness, you might maybe feel a kind of fatty area that might be a little soft. You might sense the softness of an earlobe. Or just have a sense of the softness in the skin.
And then scan through the body, noticing softness internally, externally. Sometimes it may seem like you feel it. Other times it might seem like you see it. Sometimes it might be like you visualize it or like you're contemplating it. Any of these are fine. For smoothness, you might start by letting your tongue rub against the inside of your lip, feeling smoothness, and then searching out smoothness throughout the body from head to toe. For lightness, you might sense the lightness of the little hairs on the arm, the eyelashes, or maybe even wiggle a pinky finger. And then notice the quality or the property of lightness throughout the body. That absence of strong heaviness. And then we keep moving our attention through the body from head to toe, head to toe, contemplating the earth element, hardness, roughness, heaviness, softness, smoothness, lightness. Looking for any or all of these properties as our attention wanders through the body. a collection of elements, properties. Maybe there's not so much to take personally here.
to contemplate the water element, first we feel flowing, and you might sense the flowing of saliva in your mouth. And use that to get in touch with what flowing is, what is that property of fluidity. And then look throughout the body for fluidity and flowing. The various liquids that ooze through the body, the blood that moves through the body. The secretions of various organs and glands flowing. To sense cohesion, you might just squeeze your forearm with a hand and feel how it holds together. Without cohesion, our organs would all blend together. The cells of the body would lose their structure. It's the property of cohesion that keeps things intact, even for that moment of their existence. So contemplate cohesion from head to toe. And then scan through the body, looking for hardness, roughness, heaviness, softness, smoothness, lightness, flowing, cohesion. To contemplate the fire element, we can experience heat or the absence of heat, coldness. You might first just feel your hands 
Maybe where they're touching or closed, there might be warmth. Maybe the area by the fingernails might be a little cooler. Or you might feel a difference of temperature on the in-breath and the out-breath. The out-breath having been warmed by the body and the in-breath being a little bit cool. And then once you have a sense of what heat and coolness is, scan through the body, observing areas of heat and coolness, observing the properties of heat and coolness. Then scanning through the body for hardness, roughness, heaviness, softness, smoothness, lightness, flowing, cohesion, heat, cold. To contemplate the wind element, notice the aspect of pushing. You might feel the breath moving in the body and that pushing of the abdomen out. You might feel a pumping of the pulse, that pushing of the blood through the body. And then Scan through your body, observing, pushing. And then take note of the property of supporting that resistance to being pushed. 
that resistance to being displaced. And as you sense supporting, perhaps through your posture, the placement of your jaw, maybe the supporting nature of the ribcage, Then scan through the body looking for supporting, focusing on that characteristic. And then move your attention from the head to the toes, observing all these characteristics as you find them. Hardness, roughness, heaviness, softness, smoothness, lightness. Flowing cohesion. Heat cold. Supporting, pushing. As the attention moves through the body, you might discover various combinations of properties and elements. No particular self, not so much to call mine, my body, but clusters of elements and properties appearing and disappearing, functioning together and then dissipating. by seeing the body from the perspective of elements and properties, we decenter the notion of self and simply look at the nature of materiality. This body as a process of matter. Earth, water, fire, wind.
Well, I hope you found that interesting. Um, there are many different ways of doing body scan meditations in the Buddhist tradition. Some start right out with these ideas of of the of earth, water, fire, wind, and breaking it down. Some start with sensation, feeling sensations, and as one observes the body at a certain point, one doesn't find sensations anymore. One starts to just see these properties and these elements flowing through as the concentration gets stronger through the scanning process. Um, in many ways, we can we can look at the body in many ways and each different way that we look at the body provides a kind of different perspective on matter, on this material form. And that different perspective can help us loosen up the attachment that we have to that, that clings to, this is my body. Mine, mine, mine. Well, we know it's ours. We know it's not somebody else's. But is it really? And that's the question. Is it really? What, what really is this? material form called the body composed of. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.